Hi, and welcome to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Please join us as we explore how you can enjoy a happier life and a fulfilling career, things that aren't always that easy in our modern world. We'll be taking a look to how you can explore well-being both inside and outside the workplace, how to prevent burnout, how to achieve true happiness in work and life, and so much more. So stick around. Well, welcome everybody and welcome to this podcast where Sarah and I will be talking about all things great and small in relation to how to live a better, happier life. And today we want to talk about something quite special. We want to talk to you about why it's important to get outside more because so many of us hardly spend any time outside at all these days. And I was really quite shocked when I saw the research that said that the average American spends 95 to 99% of their time indoors every day. And I thought, seriously, how can that be? And then I thought, well, actually, I can kind of understand that because if you've been at home asleep, you wake up, you get dressed, you have your breakfast and whatever, and then you may hop in your car, you go and catch a bus or a train, some sort of public transport to get you to work and you stay at work all day long and then you reverse it to go home in the evening and you're tired and exhausted so you just have something to eat, you maybe relax on the couch to watch a bit of brain dead television and then you go to bed. And how much time did you spend outside? Virtually nothing. Um, so it's, it is an issue. And the reason it's an issue is because, uh, how much time we spend outside has, uh, a remarkable effect on our mental well-being. Mm. So there you go. So I don't know about you, Sarah, but my mom was always telling me and my two brothers, go outside and play, you know, whether it was rain or hail or anything else it's like, get outside now. And of course, you know, we said, like, <laughs> uh, we, but we did because we had to. We weren't given a choice. And today, a lot of kids um, don't spend as much time as their previous generation did because we've got all these lovely gadgets and gizmos. So they, you know, they're playing video games and it's all fun and exciting. But it's keeping them indoors rather than outside. I mean, obviously, some kids are really good and, and get out and are very sporty and play team sports and stuff yeah. like that. But Uh, I think there's room for improvement for everybody. And um, there's been quite a lot of literature um, created about the the fact of we're living in a time of a nature deficit. We've got this beautiful planet that we live on and we spend so little time actually exploring it. So what, what do you think, Sarah? Do you think we should get outside more? Oh my goodness. Yes. And, uh, I found that statistic really, it was really shocking to hear it. But as you said, when you think about it, it's not that shocking. And I know I don't spend enough time outside. Mm. But So really interesting. So I grew up on Vancouver Island uh, in British Columbia in Canada. It's very green. There's tons of trees. And, and I probably didn't appreciate it when I was growing up in the way that I do now. But a couple of things come to mind when you said that one was, yeah, my, my parents and my aunts and uncles, it was go outside. I don't want to hear from you till lunchtime, <laughs> you know, and, and we just had acres and acres of trees and green and wild and, you know, 
and it was almost like you, you weren't, you know, even if you were bored, you then made a game or you did something or you played in mud or you went on the swings or climbed mm. trees. Mm. And my whole kind of growing up, I was in that environment. So I feel very lucky that that was where I did. But one thing strikes me when I go home now, because obviously I live in the UK, it feels bigger. So there feels like there's more space. Uh, breathing feels different. Mm. The smells are different. Mm. Uh, and and the sky looks bigger. It's really interesting to go there. My parents were American. I remember them always calling it um Canada blue sky like the sky was bluer it could be our like closeness to the Pacific where I grew up right on the on yeah. the west coast but so I don't know the the science behind it but I in, intrinsically I know this to be true when I go home I feel better mm. when I when I go outside, even in, in, in England and go and walk and be in trees, be, be near nature, I yep. can, I feel like I can breathe better. My head feels clearer, you know, even though you're, I'll be sitting at my desk feeling like I, oh, I need to do these things. I don't have time for a walk. If I then go and take the walk, well, I, I actually get stuff done in the afternoon as opposed yes. to maybe being a bit more. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So I I feel that to be true, but I would love to hear, you know, from from your um, your background, you know, what's some of the science behind that? Um, is it true what I what I feel? <laughs> it's absolutely true, and I and I love your description. I want to rush over to Vancouver Island right now and experience the expanse. <laughs> um, because what we're describing is is like a sense of awe and wonder. And uh, whether you're in a forest or looking out over a lake or looking at mountains or something like that, it's the majesty and the size of, whoa, look at this, which is really impactful on our, on our psyche and our mental well-being. So there's a lot of science that, that shows that People who spend more time in either a green or a blue space, which either means it's vegetated or it's wet. <laughs> or <laughs> you can have both. There's no problem there. Um, so vegetable soup is where you're going. <laughs> vegetable soup. It's fine. <laughs> People are, are healthier and they're happier and they live longer. So there's lots of data which has shown that living in a, a leafier, greener suburb is far better for our kids as well as us as grown-ups compared to you know the the inner city more densely populated um situation that other people have to live in and i'm not saying if you are an inner city dweller that you have to rush out right now well you could do but it might not be practical um because where regardless of where you live there are still opportunities obviously to get outside and mm. The current research is that we all need to spend a minimum of 120 minutes a week, which is nothing. That's two hours. Two hours a week outside in the great outdoors to maintain good mental health. And COVID obviously played a bit of haggard with our ability to get outside. But like you were saying before, just going for a walk um around the block or over to a local park or something like that it makes a huge difference 
to how you feel about things and it, it helps to calm you down your cortisol levels drop obviously you're usually or quite often walking you might be going running or cycling or something like that and all that activity starts to boost your feel-good hormones as well so it's a, it's you know double win-win really but what I love about getting outside into whether it's bushland or a forest um, is is knowing just how good it it makes me feel but also knowing that there's a a little chemical reaction going on and (laughs) I was fascinated to discover that the trees themselves and it depends on the tree now you you're from Vancouver right so you're used to big trees and you you oh, yeah. <laughs> you've probably got lots of memory of smell associated with being in those forests. Have you? Have you? Oh yeah. I mean that's I can close my eyes and just breathe. You're there. In. You're there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. absolutely. What's yeah. really fascinating, what I find fascinating is that the smell that we associated with those types of forests, whether they're spruce or cedar or fir, um, is that the chemicals that the trees emit, they're called phytonicides, phytocides. And it actually has an impact on our well-being. It calms us down. We feel good. So when we inhale that beautiful cedar smell, mm-hmm. remember it's the phytocides that are doing it for you. So um, getting the opportunity to have more time out with the trees is, is really really great so we need to get better at going green so in whatever regard and if you don't have a forest on your back door and not a wall of two unfortunately the good thing is that we can introduce more greenery into our world in a number of different ways um you've it sounds like you've got a large garden which is great very um But even if you don't have a garden space, a lot of people have got balconies or patios and you can put pot plants and things like that outside or you can bring them inside, depending on, you know, the type of plant. Um, There are many offices and buildings that are now designed to be more green friendly Mm -hmm. so that the the internal land in interior landscaper, does that what they call them? Uh, interior, interior designer interior designer that's the word i'm looking for yes, yes. <laughs> maybe maybe it is an interior landscaper nowadays <laughs> pass me the trail now um they often go to great lengths to beautify either mm-hmm. the external or the internal part of the buildings and in in communal spaces for example they'll often create quite beautiful looking living walls where an entire wall would be taken up with greenery. And it's not, remember, it's not just attractive to look at. There's actually science behind it, which shows it makes us feel better. And uh, there's been some research that shows that having more plants around, especially in the workplace, helps us to concentrate better. We stay focused on task uh, more effectively. And of course, because we're feeling calmer and more in control, then we're probably going to be nicer to our colleagues as well. <laughs> That's a big <laughs> problem. <laughs> but um, what, I, what I love is the fact that if you've been with, busy working, if, if you're lucky enough to have the window, the desk by the window, and you're lucky enough to have a window that looks out onto a green space, keep it. Do not allow anybody else to have it. Because- <laughs> 
going to be so good for you. No hot desking for you. No hot desking for me. I'm going to stay in that desk regardless because it's been shown that just taking that 30 or 40 second break where you just physically just turn and look out the window for that mini day um, daydream where you're looking out onto that beautiful green space, might be a tree or a bush, doesn't matter what it is, is enough to restore your attention. So when you come back to look at whatever you were doing before, you're able to focus better on it. How good's that? So rather than just plowing on, getting through all that stuff that's got to be done, just remember to take regular little breaks, swivel around, have a look out the window, and then swivel back. And if you haven't got, if you've only got a brick wall outside your window, which is not very interesting, this is when bringing the plants into your office can make a big difference too. Mm. That's so, and you know, it makes sense when you think about, you know, just having those little moments to let your it's like your thoughts kind of doing a little Tetris. I always, when I think about kind of allowing your your mind to wander, I always yeah. feel like it's just like a little Tetris game where things just kind of slot into place, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why, but that's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what if you what if you don't have access to plants or, or those things, or like you said, the inner city? Is mm. there anything else people can do um, to kind of, you know, mind hacks? <laughs> Find hacks. Well, you can use a picture. You know, when you go to the dentist and they've usually got something up on the ceiling for you to look at. Yeah. They usually have something from National Geographic, have you noticed? Or from David Attenborough's Blue Planet or something. And it's because they know that if you're watching something which is beautiful and it's about water or a green place you're going to be much more calm and relaxed, which is going to help him do his job or her job more easily for you. So uh, if you haven't got any plants in, in your workplace or in your home and you're, or you're allergic to them or they're not allowed or whatever, just having a picture is wow. enough to start to have that positive effect. I mean, that's great, isn't it? It's fantastic. I love oh. that. And I love how our brains are like, well, we obviously crave that, don't we? We want we do. it. We do. Yeah. yeah. So we, we were talking earlier about um, forest bathing is, is yeah. a thing. Isn't it? And yeah. I saw that um, if you have the opportunity to walk outside and you can go into a more nature setting, um, walking in nature versus walking in kind of concrete or surroundings, mm. um, th- those people who went and were in nature um, had we're like 20% more productive than, you know, outdoor walking is great, but you, yeah. you get even more from, yeah. from being outside in nature. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. in England, I think we're quite lucky, you know, even the densely built up areas in, in London, are, you know, there's always park space. I can't, I can't even think about, you know, it's, it's such a, a well thought out thing in, even in the center of, you know, kind of Absolutely. built up London, there's always Absolutely. this green space. Yeah. So I think it's about looking for the opportunities because, you know, if you follow, this is assuming that maybe you do commute or you're going a certain route every day. Yeah. Have a think about where, what difference you could make by just changing your route slightly, because if there's a park nearby you're actually going to benefit from taking that five-minute diversion to go through the park or past a river or past a lake rather than just walking down the pavements that you normally do. And I get, you know, we're all busy and time poor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But what price? Your health and well-being. 
And 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 with the Shinrin Yoku, which is the forest bathing that was introduced by the Japanese a few decades back, they've shown that, um, and this doesn't even always involve walking, just standing in the forest has this calming effect. So your blood pressure starts to settle down. So your 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 heart is you know not racing as fast, and everything just calms down and you feel better about things so there's something i can imagine that just has a knock-on effect i'm sure like cortisol must drop and stress hormones all of those things all of those things absolutely they do and it's interesting because that 120 minutes a week is you know that's less than 20 minutes a day exactly exactly so it doesn't have to be hard um and it's not so oh my goodness now I've got to find 120 minutes in in order to feel better about myself yeah if you break it down into small little snippets like well it's five minutes here it's five minutes there it's easily done and you've got a great big garden you could do your 20 minutes a day just going up and down your garden a few times (laughs) chasing chasing your children (laughs) my children yes finding my children (laughs) chasing my dog yeah absolutely you know and in the first lockdown that was for us it was a total it was a a complete lifesaver having that yeah so lucky so lucky and uh, you know I recognize that but I think that's so interesting and so does it does it have an impact on things like you know like when we talk about all our happiness things like our creativity and our innovation Mm. Mm. um is it you know, I where where I come from, it's very art artistic, and there's tons of crafters and everything like that. And, well, and I wonder, well, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yes, um, yeah. yes. There's definitely a link to being outside in a green or blue environment, and your level of overall imagination, for want of a better word. Um, Creativity is up, innovation is up, coming up with brilliant new ideas is up. So, you know, maybe you're you've always had a hankering to write a book, or you want to get more creative and paint a picture or something like that, or you've just got this curly problem which has been bugging you for weeks at work. Getting outside is actually going to help you to achieve all those things because it helps to clarify your thinking. And you can just get on and do it because you're in that calm state where you think, yep, bring it on. I'm going to start now. And isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah. So um, we all would benefit from spending a bit more time outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I'll just mention in passing is that we, we've talked about, you know, looking visually um, and smelling, but it's mm-hmm. also the sounds of outside which can be very evocative too so for me I'm very lucky in that I live quite close to the beach Mm. so there's nothing I enjoy more than taking our dog down for a long walk along the beach and just listening to the sounds of the waves crashing on the shore it's very soothing it's almost mesmerizing it's like watching a fire burning you know in a campfire or something like that um but sounds of wind or bird song, all these things add to our overall experience in a positive way when we're in nature and that elevates our level of overall happiness. How perfect. So, so I guess that's what we leave people with, you know, so. use all of your senses to experience this green or blue world. Yeah. Um, I am uh, 
I'm going to go for a walk now. <laughs> that sounds a great idea. I might join you. <laughs> so thanks very much for listening to this, this podcast. I hope you've taken some value out of it. Please share with us what you think and, and share your ideas as well. We'd love to hear from you. And otherwise, we shall see you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. And you can always get involved in the well-being conversation at all of our social links in the show notes. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, and thrive in whatever you do.